Hey there, it's Tilly Storm, and last week we talked about six ways to de-stress your busy life so you can enjoy more pleasure in the bedroom and beyond. This week in honor of Earth Day, which happens to be my birthday too, I am an Earth Day birthday gal, April 22nd is my birthday, we are talking about detoxing your sex life and how to make your bedroom not only more eco-friendly, but less toxic, because let's face it, toxins are rampant these days, and if you haven't already gotten that crap out of your house, it is never a better time to do it than now. So today I'm going to share with you specific home goods, products, sex toys, and sexy things that aren't so sexy when you begin to look at the ingredients that you need to get out of your home today to create not only more vibrant sexual health and vitality for yourself and your sweetie, but a more eco-friendly environment for Mother Earth too. If this all sounds exciting to you, then be sure to subscribe or follow the show in your favorite podcasting app so you never miss an episode. And you know, while you're at it, give us a five-star rating and review if you found it helpful in some way. Thanks so much, and I look forward to sharing with you this new episode. This is the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast, the only sex podcast for seven and eight-figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world, and your host today. Welcome back, loves. It's Tilly, and this is almost like I'm starting a new season of the podcast because I finally got smart and only took me about five and a half years of podcasting to figure out that <laughs> trying to come up with content every week and record in real time wasn't very smart. And in December or January, I recorded a ton of episodes all at once. And I did it when I was ovulating because I was like on fire with ideas and creativity. And I'm like, why do I not do this all the time? Because it literally only takes me like one day to sit down and record everything for like the next two or three months. <laughs> so I started doing that and started honoring my body and kind of where I'm at in my cycle because trying to push myself to get an episode out when I'm in my fourth week of my cycle, is it's like you know, trying to push a rock up the hill. It's dumb. So I just stopped doing it. Uh, if you haven't incorporated your cycle into your workflow or your work life as an entrepreneur or business owner, if that's what you do, uh, then I highly, highly suggest that you do that now. So important. Anyway. All right. Let's start with greening your bedroom basics. What are some common toxins that you find in your bedroom? Let's talk about bedding. So most traditional bedding materials are made of cotton, polyester, and other synthetic fibers, and they can contain harmful chemicals such as formaldehyde, pesticides, and flame retardants. Have you ever bought new clothes and it's like you could smell the chemicals on them? Yeah, this, this is why I always wash clothes before I put them on. Like obviously when you're in a store and you try them on, you can't really do that. But once you buy them, you can take them home and wash them because you can smell the flame retardants they put on it. And the reason that you don't want to walk around with that stuff on you all day is because it can be absorbed through your skin. And in terms of bedding, uh, it can be inhaled while you sleep. And it probably takes several, several washes to get that stuff out of your bedding material once you buy new bedding material. So if you are in the market for new bedding material, make sure that you buy something that isn't toxic. Something like bamboo, organic cotton, or linen are preferred. 
um, because they don't have all of these pesticides, formaldehydes, and flame retardants on them. And obviously there's other common things that you find in the bedroom, such as sex toys. Oh my gosh, I believe at some point in the five and a half years that I've been podcasting that I have talked about the toxic sex toys and how terrible they are. You can literally smell the chemicals on so many of them. Like it's gross. So freaking gross. <laughs> like, and people want to go harp on a jade egg, you know, like it's mind boggling to me that, you know, these people are like, you know, they'll have all these disgusting phthalate sex toys that you can literally smell the chemicals leaching off of them. And then they'll go and bash a jade egg. I don't understand, but you know, to each his own. So let's talk about sex toys and how to find out like which products are actually good. Which one should I be looking at? Which one should I be getting out of my home? And all that sort of stuff. So the thing about sex toys is that they are not, the companies that make them are not required to tell you what they use to make the toy with, which is a huge disadvantage because if you are someone who looks at labels, (laughs) I'm vegan. I've been vegan for almost three years now. So all like looking at labels is something we constantly get to do. And that's something I'm very conscious of, but I know there's a lot of other people who aren't necessarily, you know, hawks about, okay, what's in it, you know? Uh, but if you aren't, I kind of suggest that you do because the crap that's in our foods, like, I mean, I could start a whole another podcast on this stuff and talk about this for days and days and months and months and months and probably years too, but <laughs> that's not what I'm here to do in my life other than to, you know, bring awareness and share with you, like, If you're not looking up the ingredients and the things that you buy, I mean, they're purposely trying to intoxicate our systems and to make us less sensitized. And, you know, the fact that they aren't required, especially sex toy companies who tell us what these toys are even made of. It's so ridiculous. I mean, look look at how many other things are regulated that probably don't need to be regulated, but like something that you're putting in your body and your sexual organs. Hmm. Wonder what's going on there. (laughs) All right. So you want to find sex toys that are either medical grade silicone, glass, or metal. In terms of vibrators, I'm not a fan of vibrators. I don't own any vibrators anymore. I used to, but I don't use them anymore. And, you know, if you're looking for a good one, I honestly can't tell you (laughs) because I don't use them and I don't recommend them because many people come to me to break out of vibrator dependency or feeling that they are numb down there because they're so desensitized from a vibrator. And while there's a lot of people that will debate me on that all day long, I don't really care. Um, It's just not something that I enjoy. And I do believe that it it desensitizes women. And I do believe that it causes a lot of emotional pain, uh, when a woman can't orgasm in the way she wants, because this is the only way she knows how. And it's, I've worked with so many women who've experienced a lot of emotional pain and suffering because of only learning how to orgasm with a vibrator and only being able to. Now I might be one of the only sex coaches in the world that is like, you know, get rid of your vibrator by a jade egg instead. (laughs) but I'm not for everyone. And if you love your vibrator, you know, we can hang and you can, you can hear me out, but you know, you might not like everything else I have to say. So if you're looking for a specific type of vibrator, really can't tell you, just look for something that is medical grade silicone. 
Uh, glass and metal sex toys. These are my favorite. Okay. The Enjoy Pure Wand for the G-Spotter. Love, love, love that one. I love the Icicle number eight glass dildo. This is, th- these two are my favorites other than the JDEC. They're glass and they're metal. There's nothing toxic on them. It's great. You can use whatever soap you want to clean and wash them. But in terms of sex toys and greening your bedroom by getting nasty sex toys that have lots of phthalates and all of this stuff out of your bedroom, if it smells weird, <laughs> if it looks bendy, if it bends, it's probably got a bunch of junk in it that you really don't want to be putting up your vagina. Okay, now let's talk about lubes. Lots of lubes uh, can have harsh chemicals and additives. What I recommend is to use coconut oil or jojoba oil or almond oil, depending on your body. Some vaginas can't deal with the sugar in the coconut oil because it can have a high sugar content. So it can leave you with yeast infections or it can even cause yeast infections for some women. I find this rare, but if you really struggle with sugar and yeast and candida and things like that, then I would stay away from the coconut oil and maybe try the almond or jojoba oil. Anyway, there's all sorts of stuff in these products, and my take is that if I can't pronounce the word or if it doesn't sound natural, then I'm probably not going to use it. That's just my opinion. Um, I'm sure that there are lubes out there that definitely are better than others, but, you know, read the packaging, read the label and check out the website and see if it's something that you might trust. Okay, now for a short break, we'll get back to detoxification from plastics and chemicals and xenoestrogens in just a moment. But before I move on, I wanted to remind you, if you are new here, if you are a high-achieving female millionaire or close to it, I want you to download the five days to epic sex and pleasure training for high achieving women at the link in the show notes, or you can go to tillystorm.com forward slash five day training. Why? Because this is the most valuable training I have ever put out there to help women learn what it really takes to get back in their feminine, to get their mojo and libido back, to learn to get out of their head and to have epic sex and connection in their relationship again. So if you have not already go download that training five days to epic sex and pleasure at tillystorm.com forward slash five day training. Okay, now we're back to detoxification. What else do we get to detox from? All right, plastics, chemicals. There are estrogen mimickers called xenoestrogens that have a huge impact on your hormonal health and largely on your sexual experiences. Xenoestrogens, this is why they tell you to don't heat plastic containers in a microwave because the plastics will release the xenoestrogens that will attach to your estrogen receptors and disrupt hormonal action, which may result in cell injury, errors in DNA replication, and conditions that derive from estrogen dominance. If your system is continually fighting xenoestrogens, it's going to feel depleted and keep your libido low. So as you can see, avoiding exposure to xenoestrogens can play a huge role in improving your hormonal and sexual health. There's actually a documentary called The Disappearing Male, which is 
just fascinating that you can watch to see how these estrogens are affecting fertility. And also, obviously, our modern lifestyles affect our hormonal health. But we all know that being in optimal hormonal health leads to having better sex because your hormones are more balanced. So what can you do to help balance your hormones and rid your body and your home of these toxic estrogens so that you can experience optimal hormonal health and sexual health. Well, first you got to cut out the plastics and the xenoestrogens from your home and from your body. So taking out plastics and chemicals that lead to a buildup of xenoestrogens is going to mean that you no longer microwave things in plastic dishes, that you don't drink out of plastic water bottles. Hmm, why do you think that they made that a thing several decades ago? Uh, yes, I personally believe with everything going on in the world that that was intentional. Um, don't use air fresheners. Like when you go to the aisles at Walmart or a grocery store near you, or, you know, you walk down that aisle with all of the laundry detergents and the air fresheners. And if you're sensitized enough to things in the environment, you can smell the chemicals. It's overwhelming to me. And when people wear colognes and perfumes, if I'm at the gym and I smell someone just walk by me who has perfumes on it, like it's, it's, so overwhelming to my senses and I can smell the toxic shit in it. Like I can literally sniff it out. <laughs> so I haven't worn perfume or anything like that or bought it at all. And I think 15 to 20 years now, I've only ever used essential oils as, you know, smell for smell. Anyway, these air fresheners are a no-go. Do not use them. They are toxic as Use essential oils instead. Use um, the non-toxic candles. Candles are toxic too, most of them. So find some that are non-toxic. Don't use those plugins and sprays like Febreze and all that stuff. Super toxic. They have xenoestrogens. All right, now here's the biggest one and here's the hardest one for us women. Okay, your makeup. Oh my God, the makeup thing. Holy cow. I can't even tell you how much time I've spent researching and talking to girlfriends about the makeup situation. Uh, because you know, we love makeup. We love to make ourselves look beautiful and try new things and play with new colors and all of these things. And yet most 95% of what's out there is so toxic to your skin. So look at your makeup, look at your shampoos, your soaps, your household cleaning products. Basically, if you can't read the ingredients, you want it out of your house. A couple of toxic ingredients and makeup that you want to avoid are formaldehyde. That's often found in makeup, lotions, shampoos, shower gels, nail polishes, hair straightening products. You want to avoid parabens, which there's so many out there now that like, if you look at the shampoo box or the makeup box, it will say like no parabens because people are pretty keen on this one. Phthalates as well. So it's P-H-T-H phthalates. I don't exactly know how to pronounce it, but that one's uh, nail polish hairspray, lipstick, skincare products. These are plasticizers and they make the product more flexible, but phthalates make, you know, the cosmetics soft and malleable. So they actually stick to the surface of your skin and it doesn't just fall off. So while it might have a practical purpose, it actually is a hormonal disruptor. So get that crap off of your skin, get it out of your house find a makeup brand and a soap company that doesn't have these things in it. Uh, Another one to avoid is sodium lareth sulfate and sodium laurel. 
they're in almost every soap that doesn't say like organic ingredients or, you know, natural or whatever. And even those, you gotta look at them and look at the ingredients because they will sneak some of these things in, even though they're saying like natural, um, these are surfactants and they foam the product like in a face wash, a shampoo, toothpaste, body wash, even baby bath products have all of this stuff in it. They're in almost everything, but they are hormonal disruptors as well. So do not buy things with sodium sulfate in them. Another one to avoid is petroleum-based ingredients like petroleum jelly, mineral oil. Do you, I don't know if y'all remember, but I grew up with my grandma had petroleum jelly always on the back of the toilet. Like what was up with that? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even want to know why it was there. I can only imagine why why it was there. But these these things are so terrible. Okay, mineral oil, paraffin wax, even you know you go to a nail salon and they have paraffin wax treatments, uh, lulling, benzene, fragrance, butanol. These are all carcinogenic and hormonal disruptors. I've even had paraben treatments on um, like a long time ago before I even knew about this, but. Uh, like it makes your skin really smooth when you get them for your nail care, but it's also not good for you. So don't do it. Number six, and this is the one that's the most annoying to me is talk. Okay. Talk is found in almost all eyeshadow, powder, blushes, and bronzers. It helps absorb moisture. So you get like an opaque finish and it stops makeup from caking. However, talc is often contaminated with asbestos, which is a known cancer forming chemical. Uh, Toluene. Oh, good Lord. I don't even know if I can pronounce that one. Toluene. This is in most nail polish. It's a solvent that might be toxic to the brain and the nervous system and developing fetuses, you know, so <laughs> like all of the things that they, they're not sharing with you because they know this stuff is poisonous. It's toxic. It's carcinogenic. It's a hormonal disruptor, but they're not required to disclose this information on the packaging and the labels for the stuff. So it's up to you as a consumer to go out there and, you know, say, no, I'm not going to buy these, these products because this is harmful to my body. It's harmful. It's harmful to my sexual health. It's harmful to my reproductive health and all these things. Once you get these products out of your house and you stop ingesting them in your body, then there are other things that you can do to help detox your body from the stuff that is still lying around. I've recently had a client that just purchased a 30 day detox that I've suggested in one of my programs. And I'm so excited for her because detoxification in your body is, well, I've been doing this since I was 20, eight? No, 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 no. It was right after my firstborn. Oh my God. So since I was 24, 23 or 24, I did my first colon cleanse and it was enlightening. So enlightening. I mean, I'm not going to get into the details, but (laughs) even only, only two decades on this earth, you're just like, Oh my God, like, how is that in my body? Uh, so detoxes, there's all sorts of different ones that you can buy, but I have always used herbdoc.com H E R B D O C.com. His name is Dr. Scholes. And I know most people in America, at least are going to be like, Oh, the foot doctor. not a foot doctor. Uh, he just makes these really 
high quality um, detoxes for people. Anyway, she, one of my clients had bought one of these recently and she's doing the full 30 day one, which includes a colon, a liver and an overall detox or something like that. When I do it, I do it hardcore. I already eat vegan. So for me to go to the next level is like just juicing or just water fasting. When I do them, I do five days of a liver detox or colon detox and it's intense. So <laughs> I'll, I'll have just juice for the first day, just juice for the last day, uh, but then only water for three days. And it can be a very enlightening and spiritual experience, but it can also be challenging to do things <laughs> in your life. So if you have little kids or you have a day job or something, it might be challenging. Definitely do it on the weekend. Uh, where you're in the in the hardest part of it in the middle over the weekend. So maybe start on a Thursday and then go through, you know, Monday or Tuesday or something. Anyway, the detoxes are so important. Um, if you can't do a full-on cleanse or a detox, you can eat cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and cauliflower that contain a substance called DIM. I have taken this before, like in between uh, cleanses because the DIM helps you to balance estrogen levels and it gets rid of toxic estrogens from your body. So basically the DIM supplement, it's D I M. So you can go buy it from Amazon or wherever you buy supplements from. It can help reverse a variety of hormone related conditions like acne, menopause symptoms, prostate issues, certain forms of cancer. If you don't like to eat broccoli or cauliflower, just get the supplement. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere you can, and it's not that expensive either. Those are my suggestions for detoxing your body. So I know I didn't go into that in the beginning or even tell you I was going to talk about that, but I think it's so important that we take that next step beyond just getting all of this crap out of our homes and we actually get it out of our bodies because it's one thing to get it out of your home. But like, if you're still way estrogen dominant because of all of these plastics and chemicals and xenoestrogens in the environment, whatever, like it's not really helping your body to be in more hormonal balance and therefore better sexual health. So get all that crap out of your house, see how it changes things and let me know. All right, guys, the next episode is going to be called from monotony to fun to see fantasy, fun to see play on words. Yes, I know the power of play in rekindling your sexual flame. So if you are a high achieving woman and you have found that sex has gotten a little boring, or maybe you got in a boring routine, then you can really enjoy this episode. So be sure to subscribe and follow the show. And that way you can make sure you never miss an episode from me. All right. See you next week. Hey there, conscious leader. Are you serious about up-leveling your sex life and relationship right now? Then you are in luck because if you have been on the personal growth and development path for some time now, maybe you've been to therapy, or maybe you're even a coach, a healer, an entrepreneur, or a therapist yourself, and you're wanting to embody your pleasure more deeply and become a multi-orgasmic millionaire yourself, then I want to invite you to a one-hour complimentary pleasure assessment call with me that you can book at the link in the show notes or at bit.ly, that's bit.ly forward slash pleasure assessment. In the pleasure assessment call, I'm going to take a full diagnosis of your present moment and past experiences with sexuality and relationships. And then we'll dive into your top goals and desires for these areas of your life. From there, I'll be able to give you your top two to five blocks and obstacles in the way of you creating these goals and desires. 
and give you the exact next steps that you get to take to overcome them and that you must take to overcome them. I have done over 700 of these calls, so there is literally nothing I have not heard. I know it can be hard to talk about these things and to crack the door open on your sexuality and talk about it. So that's why I want you to feel as comfortable as possible to open up and share with me. This is a private call. It's just you and I. So if you're someone who wants to feel more confident and sexy in your body, to tap into your feminine energy and bring that into your business, to increase your sexual desire and drive, to get out of your head, into your body, to learn how to manifest with your sexual energy, to have mind-blowing orgasms in different ways, or maybe just to reignite the spark with your long-term partner. Then book your complimentary pleasure assessment call with me today at the link in the show notes or at bit.ly, that's bit.ly forward slash pleasure assessment. I'll see you there.